today I want to think about what is the essential nature, what, what is the DNA, if you like, of church uh, as we are having to do church online at the moment and hopefully as the COVID restrictions increasingly lift throughout this year that we're able to begin regathering uh, physically for church. What does it really mean to be church? What are the uh, core elements that should always be there? And perhaps what are some of the bits that we've added on or included uh, that are perhaps not absolutely necessary? What really is it that makes up the church? What should be fixed forever and unchanging? And maybe what should change in different seasons and different generations? We know, of course, that the church is people and not a building. And of course, we as a church, we don't own a building. Uh, we hire a building. And as you can see, mixed into the strands of the DNA on the left hand side of the screen. Relationships and unity are really important elements of being church. We are the family of God together, aren't we, as the church. The church also, of course, we know, exists. And uh, for those who are not yet a part of it, the least, the lost and the lonely. And that should always be our consideration. That should always be something that's very close to our hearts. That should always be a priority, that we don't just exist for ourselves. We exist to invite others to know the love and the light and the life of Jesus. And so, so important that all that we do as church is focused in that direction. Well, the context of our passage this morning is the uh, birthing of the early church. Peter uh, preaches an amazing sermon after the Holy Spirit is poured out on the day of Pentecost and large numbers, 3,000 are added to them on that day. And then this is what uh, Dr. Luke records in his book of Acts, that uh, the church gathered in uh, this way and after this passage we find that Peter and John are heading to the temple at the hour of prayer and another incredible miracle appears as they heal the blind sorry no the, not the blind man the lame man in the beautiful gate of the temple. So I think this passage gives us an indication of some of the really, really important elements of church that whether we're online or whether we gather together should always be a part of how we bring our praise and our worship to the Lord. And so if you like, some of this carries the substance of what church is, the spiritual substance of church. I'll reread it. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together 
and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favour with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Now, I would suggest to us that there are two L's here. There are There is love for the Lord and love for one another. And there is loyalty. Uh, there's loyalty to the apostles and those who are leading the church. Uh, they continued steadfastly. Steadfastness means there's a commitment. There's a loyalty to being together and to being what is in and to come together around what is being instructed and taught by the apostles. They continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine. So and that doctrine would have been based, of course, upon the Hebrew scriptures. Let's not forget the early church didn't have all of the Bible. They would have had the Hebrew scriptures. And so that doctrine would have been formulated from those Hebrew scriptures showing how the Lord would bring uh, his Messiah, Jesus, uh, to bring salvation, not just for Israel, but for all of the world. So one of the core elements, one of the strands of DNA of church is scripture. Uh, we come together around scripture. We let scripture shape our lives, shape our lives as a community and as a family of God and shape our lives as individuals. And secondly, the breaking of bread. We have broken bread and drunk uh, wine together this morning to remember the sacrifice of Jesus, to remember the great love that was poured out for our salvation. And so uh, the breaking of bread, communion, the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, and uh, that many many different uh, streams and denominations and styles of church would call that uh, one of the sacraments. And uh, so there's scripture and there's sacraments. And uh, in Christ Church, we celebrate three sacraments, communion, baptism and marriage. And uh, it's, these are important times where we remember uh, the place of God in the midst of these things and we celebrate together as a family significant uh, events in all our lives what Jesus did for us and how we need to continually remember that and significant events and milestones in our life of faith uh, whether we're being baptized or whether we're being joined together in holy matrimony so scripture and sacrament right down in verse 47 it says praising God and having favor with all the people, praising, singing songs throughout the whole of the scriptures. We find the people of God repeatedly expressing their love and devotion and worship for God through praise and through song. So song will have a big part to play. That will be another strand in the essential nature of church. And of course, within and throughout this lockdown due to COVID-19, the uh, co communal singing has been a massive uh, no-no. We've not been permitted to do that. It's one of the, even when churches 
are beginning to regather now physically. Uh, singing together is not permitted at this stage. Such a powerful and important element of uh, what it means to be the church of God together. And it's something I know we all long to do together. Worshipping and praising God together is so, so important. It's great that we can do it online in our own homes, uh, but it's not quite the same as when we're gathered together and worshipping God in one space and uh, the presence of God can build and the presence of God can fall in our midst. Uh, it's one of the uh, biggest things I miss right now in the midst of this lockdown. And uh, they continued steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine and fellowship, uh, meeting together, friendship, their lives touching and uh, being shared together. So there's a society that comes together that is the church. And that's a society that is full of and characterized by the Spirit's activity in the midst of them. Uh, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. So we are a society or a community of the Holy Spirit. There should be something distinctive, something that is truly recognizable of the Spirit's work in our midst. We should be a uh, community that sees the signs and wonders of God at work in our day. And uh, so, so important, we keep pressing in to all the Holy Spirit wants to do in and through us, yielding our hearts and surrendering our lives to the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. So scripture, sacrament, song, society, signs and wonders as the spirit moves. And they came together in prayer. Uh, now the best S I can come up for for prayer is supplications. We are a community that comes together in prayer before the Lord. And I think one of the great things that we've experienced and we've seen so many answers to prayer in this season of lockdown is uh, uh, online and through Zoom, we have been praying together in this season and over this last year more than we have done previously. And uh, I think that's uh, uh, something the Lord has taught us that we shouldn't uh, lighten up on. So, so important that we're praying together as a community. Scripture, sacrament, song, uh, the spirit, uh, a society that prays and sings together. And they continuing daily with one accord. Uh, they shared life and they shared mission on a daily basis. And maybe that's something we begin to rediscover in the midst of this lockdown. That uh, church is not just for Sunday. Church is for every day and uh, we have been gathering far more frequently than we will have done before. So those are some of the uh, essential substance of what it means to be church and alongside that this passage gives us an insight into the structure that would support that because they met together in two different ways. They met together in the temple and they met together in households or the word that they would use there is oikos, 
That is the word in the Greek. And uh, so both are important and both are equally important. Uh, they will have gathered in larger numbers in the temple and they would have gathered as extended households in Oikos, uh, and extended families, I mean, in Oikos. Uh, that is how people often lived in those days, in an extended household within a complex of buildings where families would work together uh, in a business. Uh, remember when we looked at Jesus in our midst, we were thinking around him moving down to Capernaum and becoming a part of the Oikos of Peter. And uh, whether it was fishing or whether it was leather or, or whether it was other uh, agricultural industry, that is the way families lived in those days. So larger and smaller gatherings, which was part of their structure. Obviously, for us, the temple model would be our Sunday celebration where we would gather together at Acton Community Resource Centre in larger numbers. And Oikos, the extended household type of model for us would be our missional communities. And as we head through these next few months where the lockdown is being eased and the restrictions are lifted, then those smaller gatherings in our missional communities will enable us to begin to gather together. And I think it's going to be some months before we can gather together in a larger group because the social distancing measures will remain in place. But the important thing here is both and. They are equally important. One is not more important than the other. Every single church I've ever been a part of has uh, the uh, model of gathering in a large number and the model of gathering in smaller groups. And so you can see that replicated throughout the ages. And therefore, I would suggest that that's a strong chord within the DNA of what it means to be church. When we think about the temple as well, let's not forget that we are all living stones being built together into a dwelling place for the Lord. We are that holy temple. So when we come together and we gather whether it's in that smaller group or whether it's in that larger group. We are churching it together. We are in that temple where sacrifice is made to the Lord God through uh, bringing our lives through prayer and through praise and through worship and expressing that together. That's what it means to be the church of God together. And let us uh, think about some of the essential purpose of what it means to be church. We don't just exist for ourselves. Like I said, we exist for the world. We exist for those who do not yet belong. And uh, these are some of the things I think that hold us together within that. First of all, we have the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all the nations. Uh, baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all I have commanded you. Uh, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We have been given the Great Commission, and alongside the Great Commission, we have been given the Great 
commandments. Love one another as I have loved you. By your love for one another, they will know that you are my disciples. So the Great Commission is an out and the Great Commandment is an in. Uh, we are though and our worship in temple or oikos is an up. So there are three dimensions to what it means to be church up as we seek to worship the Lord in as we fellowship and as we love one another and as we strengthen one another in our walk of discipleship and out as we are disciples who are to make disciples of all the nations. And so the evangelization of the nations is our great purpose and our great responsibility as the people of God. Lo, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the earth and then the end shall come. And uh, the great promise that Jesus made as he was ascended to the Father was for that they should wait in Jerusalem, tarry in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father is poured out. And, and lo, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We are to be witnesses to the world. We start locally and we move globally. And obviously in this digital and technological age, the world has become a much smaller place. And every church now, through their experience online in this last year, has a far uh, more uh, a far stronger global reach than previously. So these are some of the things that we're going to have to uh, be mindful of as things change throughout this year. We need to make sure that uh, whatever uh, expression we have of church, uh, that uh, these core elements uh, are never lost from it. And uh, I, I, th I think uh, one of the things also that is important, that a wise scribe in the kingdom of God brings things new and old out of his storehouse. So there are things that need to be maintained. Uh, we hold on to some of the ancient ways, but we must always be open and obedient to the new things that the Lord is calling us into. There will be old, there will be new. So, so important. And let's remember, it's Jesus that builds his church. I will build my church and the gates of hell, the gates of Hades, shall not prevail against it. Let's let Jesus get on with building the church. Perhaps we uh, have been guilty of spending too much time trying to build church uh, whereas our priority is to seek the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And let's not forget that uh, Jesus says, uh, the Father uh, promises, it's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom, the justice, the joy, the peace that is in the Holy Spirit, salvation and healing and deliverance. So let us give our energy, let us give all we've got uh, to pursue the kingdom of God uh, in our lives, uh, to be expressed through Christchurch and to impact this town of Wrexham and let Jesus 
take uh, the responsibility and the weight of building his church as he does that. Let us pray together. Father, we uh, thank you for your amazing love for us. Thank you that you are building your church, even in the midst of uh, this lockdown. You are building the church on the solid rock, the foundation that is Jesus Christ. Uh, and Father, uh, help us to uh, lay hold of and to fully and faithfully express uh, the core elements of what it means to be uh, your church on this earth. And Father, may we be active, may we be uh, passionate, may we be pursuing your kingdom with all we have. Uh, Father, do this in us through the power of your spirit, that uh, your name might be lifted high, that you might draw all men unto yourself, that we might see many come to salvation in this place of Wrexham. This we ask for your glory, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.